thanks for tuning in to the Undercuts review of the 2023 Saudi Arabian Grand Prix at Jeddah. Please follow us on Twitter at The Undercut 2 and rate and review wherever you listen. Enjoy the show. By being a racing driver, you are under risk all the time. And by being a racing driver means you are racing with other people. And if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. The 2023 Saudi Arabian Grand Prix at Jeddah is in the books. Um, not the most exciting race um, we've seen during our time of doing the undercut, but let's get into qualifying real quick. There was a little bit of action in qualifying. Um, in the first one, Williams and Alpha were out Tari. in Q1. Lando had a Tari, I mean, yeah, Alpha Tari. <laughs> um, Lando had a little moment that was pretty careless, just bumping the wall, um, like put his alignment off and he wasn't able to get back out. So Lando was out in Q1. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a weird one. Cause it, it was like, he hit the inside wall, right. which no one ever does. It's like he braked to go in and the car rotated too much. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was just, it was, it was a weird one because it felt like he was turning in and everything was fine, but he maybe turned in a bit too yeah. soon. It's a little too aggressive. And couldn't figure it out. Like the car, the back end was already going around and he was committed to yeah. it. Yeah. Very odd. I can't odd. think I've, I've seen anything like that at Jetta before. Um, and then in Q2, Max went out early. Um, so this was big news. I what was the problem that he had? I couldn't remember what it was. It was a drive shaft. He uh his drive shaft. So snapped, yeah, when we when we were um, texting before the race, kind of going, what could happen? You know, it's like, well, because when the drive shaft broke, you heard the revs go yeah. like that, really high. Yeah, and it's like potentially, you know, how how fickle these engines can be. Can be, um, maybe it would be an issue for the race. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. maybe not. different. <laughs> how did he get? If his drive shaft broke, how did he get? Well, there back are two around the, the track. One to each wheel. Oh, so he was he limped around with power going to one wheel. Interesting. All right. But it meant that it's not like an integral part of the the powertrain. So it's not like a part that if they were to replace it, they they had a penalty. It was just you know it's just a mechanical part that sits downstream of all the important like token parts where you have penalties for replacing. So they could just switch it out and he is good to go. Is it protect is it protected by the the floor? Right? It's behind a barrier, right? So it's not like did he whack the floor on one of the the curbs and that's what broke the drive shaft or it's just it just failed no, it was, or no maybe it knows. wasn't. Yeah. You know, it's gremlins maybe. I don't know. Could it wasn't attached properly or karma in its manufacture or something. Yeah. Could be karma. <laughs> but karma karma striking karma on a for... Saturday doesn't count as karma. Not with yeah. this car this year. <laughs> if that's karma for Max, what 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 the hell did McLaren do to deserve what's happening to them? <laughs> a lot of people they online stole say Oscar. hiring Zach They Brown. stole Oscar from Alpine. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Oscar. Yeah. Oscar's working on Although his time. Oscar had a pretty now. good quality qualifying session getting through to q3 on his second yes. outing in f1 and it was pretty impressive on him um i think he got p9 but because of charles already going through his whole entire engine supply and having to get a 10 <laughs> 10 grid penalty whoa, 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 spot whoa. 
Can we can we keep this factual for our listeners before they go out there and Fact start check. claiming that <laughs> exactly? <laughs> yeah. See, uh, what was it? The battery. Uh, yeah. the it's the ECU, components he right? Replaced or something? The but they ECU. call it something else yeah. because M- MGU, no, like the control control electronics. It's the one it's that the stores ECU. the energy. I don't know. Is it not? Maybe it's not. Maybe know. it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe it's the part that they buy from McLaren. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, he replaced it. So his second became 12th. Ferrari buys a part from McLaren. So McLaren make the ECU, the chip, huh. that all of the all of the cars use made by huh. McLaren. I didn't know that. Huh? Our own set, Sam so Collins. you think. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, though. I didn't know that. Um, Checo got his second ever poll at the same place where he got his first poll a year ago. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Only the second person ever who has only got two polls and they're both at the same place. That's cool. Oh, That's good a good stat. stat. It well, was, um, the first person then? Jean Alessi in Monza in 94 wow. and 97. Wow. Right, Jean Alessi, okay. he's got a really Alessi. thick accent. From the I have, he is very I have French. trouble understanding him. <laughs> but he's really energetic. Did he ever? Did he ever win a race? I think Alessi? he did. Yeah, yeah. I think he won one. Um, maybe only one. He was leading in Canada. I, I was going to say I, my mind goes stupid. to Canada. I'm not sure if that was it. I think he was leading in Canada. And he did something stupid, like he didn't come in for fuel and oh, ran he, out oh, of fuel he definitely ran out of fuel. But I, <laughs> I had visions of that being in Australia yeah. or something. I don't know, but that's. Uh, yeah that whole era i don't understand quite as well yet i know before that the 80s and then all of the tooth like the late 2000s and 2010s but i haven't gotten it was the 1995 canadian grand prix he won he did win win that one okay okay yeah he'd been in the he'd be the the canadian grand prix makes for strange winners a lot of times they have like one-off winners remember that fans for later robert kubis Robert Kubitz. We were there. Sense and Buttons, crazy we were <laughs> That was a crazy yeah. win. That was good. 2012. Oh, yeah, the one with yeah. the yeah. five-hour rain. Lewis's first win was in Canada. Yeah. 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 Some good stats. All right. Anywho. And then Alonzo um, and George rounded out the top three. So all mixed up to start the race. There were people all over the place. So you would think it would be a very exciting race, right? Well, we're definitely anticipating, yeah, people right? charging through the field. And, well, I mean, uh, that's what. Yeah, that's I mean, obviously, we... having uh, Charles in twelfth, Max was always going to be coming bombing through from fifteenth. It had all the makings of a classic. Yeah, before yeah. the race started. Yeah, yeah, it sure did. Well, we get to the race start, and Alonso had an, a, a really good jump off. It was a great start off the grid. Yeah. Um, Taking the lead, he had it for a few laps. Unfortunately for Oscar, after his great qualifying, got some damage. Um, I can't remember who he made contact with on that first lap. It was an Alpine, I think. Mm. Um, but that essentially... Yeah, he got squeezed yeah. into the wall on the left-hand side. He let yeah, no, he, to go. Yeah, he was screwed. That was tough, but that kind of uh, that put him back to the uh, back of the grid. And then we we learned a couple laps in that Fernando had line, lined up a little bit to the left of where he was supposed to. So he got a five-second penalty for that. 
Yeah, um, it's, it's kind of funny, though, that, you know, you look at Ocon last time out, his former teammate, mm-hmm. and he was too far forward, which you can kind of get. It's like, yeah, he's too far forward. Then he's, you know, he's closer yeah, to advantage. the car in front than yeah. he should be. But and I think Sebastian Vettel f- fell foul of this a couple of times last year because the pit boxes, you know, the cars are a lot wider now than they used to yeah. be. The the um, the grid slots they're really not that much bigger, and so yeah, I mean, Fernando pulled up to his grid slot. He lined himself up to the big yellow line that comes out to the side so that they know where their front wheels should be, which Ocon didn't get right last time. But he was too far left, and his left wheels were outside of the the pit box. Yeah. So, uh oh, you know, so that's a that's, that's a penalty. Yeah. So didn't didn't look like they didn't give him any advantage at all actual advantage you know he's got to be inside Um, the box yeah well i mean technically he was like a a a foot closer to the apex going to his left but i mean he was way ahead yeah yeah but as long as when he comes into the pit box he serves the penalty properly which ocon didn't do last time yeah sure he'll be fine and doesn't get a penalty on top of that that would be a la that would be silly silly, (laughs) wouldn't it i mean all the teams realize yeah you would think you would think continue the conversation on pine-sports.com that's p-i-n-e dash sports.com and the pine sports discord which you can find linked on the website and join us in a -a one-of-a-kind fantasy formula one contest at coopsf1.com that's c-o-o-p-s-f number one dot com where you can put your theories to the test Pretty much, we we find out Checo's on his butt right away. Checo gets by him pretty easily on lap four, and he is now back in the lead of the race. Um, Charles got some nice some nice passes moving through the field. He started to wealth, I believe. Um, so he had a yeah. great pass on Pierre, and then was immediately right on the back of Lewis. And then two laps later, lap nine, he gets by him easily on the main straight, which is where. A lot of the passing happened today. I mean, he's already up into P7, uh, lap nine, the beginning yeah. of lap nine. I think the DRS so. was just a bit much here today. It was the, yeah. the DRS zone, the, the line was, it was too easy to pass on DRS today, I think. Um, you know, but, you know, with speaking of DRS, obviously Checo got by Fernando, but Fernando then managed to stay right up, you know, close enough to Checo to get the DRS to keep the the pair of them yeah. um you know well clear of the go of the guys behind and so both Fernando and Checo were were lapping pretty quickly um obviously Fernando benefiting greatly from from the pace of the Red Bull there I think um Russell was behind the two of them right he was, he was in third, third at this yeah. point yeah I, I don't think we barely saw him on we didn't on see camera. George all day yeah. Yeah. It, it felt like it he, we, we didn't even see him yeah. at all. Like he had a lonely race. Yeah. He was, you know, not being troubled too much by the guys yeah. behind until was, a little bit later on when, you know, which we'll come to. But he was never close enough to really be challenging for anything. No. And as far as strategy goes, everybody was on. Everyone was on the medium except mediums. for Lewis Charles, was on the hard. Was Hamilton. Charles was on the soft. Yeah. And Charles yeah, was on the soft. And, and yeah, Logan Sargent was on a hard, I think. 
all the guys at the bottom of the grid went on. Yeah. They went into the. There pit, were two guys on hard and hard two guys on, on soft. Because yeah. the, the 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 strategy was one stop. Whether it was soft to hard or medium to hard, that was the the strategy. Mm-hmm. One stopper, basically. Really? Yeah. And then after Charles made those those great passes, Max was moving up the field really fast too. Um, Max got by Lewis easily on the same main main straight that uh, that Charles did, and he was up into P eight. And then a couple laps later, he was all the way up to P five. Um, him and Charles are both in the top five. You know, not even sixteen full laps into the race, um, showing the pace that they have over the midfield. Um, Really impressive. And then just two laps later, Lance pulls over to retire from the race. And it looked like he was in a pretty safe position. The He was well out of the way. Yeah, I, Martin I Brundle get it. thought so too. But they, they put a safety car out, which was really strange. Well, hold on a second. You've jumped you've jumped a bit too you pumped a bit too far up because first Stroll Stroll pitted, Stroll pitted yeah. right? Stroll pitted and uh the Ferrari stayed out. Oh, was this where the, they faked him out? He was he was up behind Science, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, Science was behind Stroll, and Stroll pitted, so Science stayed out. As did Leclerc, and then Science put in a couple mm. more laps, pitted, came out That's ahead right. of Stroll, and then Le- and then Leclerc, who was on softs, even though Science pitted ahead of him, who was on mediums, so Leclerc stayed out on his softs for a few more laps pitted and came out ahead of Stroll as well. So both Ferraris managed to shuffle ahead of of uh, Stroll. So the, the overcut was was working well. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which you don't and, see very uh, often. You don't see that so No, we much, don't yeah. call this the undercut then, for a reason. <laughs> the undercut is way more popular the than the maneuver. overcut. If we called <laughs> our podcast the overcut, no one would listen <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, but yeah. And that's when did Fernando then, uh, pit before yeah. the safety car? No. So I don't believe. Did they so. did they I try must... and serve the penalty under the safety car? Yes. So that's what saved. So that's what saved them even more time. So then Stroll had his issue, which I think was like a. I the, thought you like weren't allowed the, to do they that. Doused the, f- the front brake in. I don't know. Did the front brake? Uh, yeah, explode or and something then, on no one really car? said. They, they didn't really say why they called yeah. Stroll to like stop the car on track. They yeah. said stop the car, stop a, the car on track. So like yeah, it was, was something weird. super yeah, urgent. Exactly. From the rear camera, when I looked at the replay, there definitely looked like there was like some sort of like smoke coming yeah. out the back, like behind the car. But that could be, you know, hot brakes. That, that could be anything. It wasn't, you know, an engine letting go or anything. It didn't look like that bad. But yeah, and Stroll, credit to him. I think he did a fantastic job in 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 parking it. Um, it was, was well. Yeah, out I mean, the way. even before the safety car actually came out, they showed a camera angle of the fact that Stroll was well out the way. Yeah, it's like yeah. why were they so I keen mean, to I, call I the safety car? Yeah. I don't know what what the, the the marshals or the the race director I guess has access to as far as camera angles, but you got to assume you would see that. I know he's looking at some. They talked about the GPS monitoring. Said it showed that the car was still on track. Maybe that yeah, was but a glitch. I mean, you've seen before where they've immediately yeah. called a virtual safety car until they figure stuff out. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. they call the safety car, but they just went straight to safety, safety car. car. Yeah. yeah really so, weird. and then yeah, everybody just 
went into the pits. Both Red Bulls pitted. They all to able to. They didn't even really double stack them. Yeah. They had enough gap between them that Checo came in and was gone before Max showed up. So he didn't cost him any time. And yeah, Alonso did pit he stayed then. in second. So he he he, he yeah he, he uh, um, served his five second penalty, which doesn't hurt him as much because cars don't move as far because yeah. under safety car in those five seconds and almost everybody else was um, pitting anyway but the the bigger biggest losers i mean apart from stroll who was out were, were the ferraris who had already pitted and that meant that the biggest um, winner was <laughs> it was uh, max Verstappen. max so, <laughs> yeah well max yeah and also the the mercedes they ended up back in front of the yep. ferraris i think yeah i mean yeah I russell think- was in front of carlos and lewis was in front of charles yeah, but the the fact that it it took it it meant that you we didn't get the Max Charles battle that was really right. what the race hinged on because when you yep. looked at it and thought okay so Max is in fifteenth and Charles is in twelfth they're both going to be moving forward but Max needs to get past Charles and so that's going to be the key battle that dictates how far up and how close to the podium. Max is going to get, but the timing of the safety car relative to the Ferrari pit stops meant that it just took that out of the equation completely, which is actually for me, the most disappointing thing about the race. Cause yeah, after the safety car, things kind of got neutralized and anything that was exciting before the safety car kind of went away. The thing that I was really looking forward to was how long Charles could keep Max behind him. And we didn't get that. No. Yeah. And then and then also during that time, I mean, Ferrari cock up of the day, I guess. They came his his uh is it Leclerc's uh tech uh what would you call it? His uh strategist came on and said you've got to push between the between the safety car lines to keep the Mercedes behind you, but it was too late mm. at that point. It had already gone slow and the Mercedes got out in front of him. And Do you not Leclerc think they should have mentioned that? Was, <laughs> Leclerc was berating Xavi, I guess his name is, and all Xavi said was, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we still cheering for this team? <laughs> I don't know. I know. I, I feel that me. I've ruined Miles's <laughs> life now because – I sent you guys the picture. Miles, your my, son. My little five-year-old. I got him. <laughs> it, it's adorable. It's like it's like the legit like team polo for Ferrari. It, it was it was just, it was on sale, as you can imagine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also, as was his um, Mercedes T-shirt as well. I got a Mercedes one. I got a Ferrari one. Um, but apparently, you know, the Red Bull stuff is still full priced. Wow. But Ferrari and Mercedes are on, on a quite a steep discount. I should look at McLaren stuff now. You paid full price for that hat, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, for sure. I did. I did. Yeah, but I got the I got the nice jacket that was on sale. I think that was after the first race. So I should look now. It's probably like seventy five percent off. <laughs> Season's over. It's not over yet for McLaren. Uh, yeah. All right. Baku. I, I hope you're right. I mean, everything yeah, they're saying, they're, they're all Baku. talking about Baku. Yeah. I mean, I'm expecting Baku. There's a yeah. lot that's going to change we're, in Baku. We, Mark my words. Let's hope we see a, a brand new Mercedes, brand new McLaren. Anyway, let's get back to the rest of this race. Back to lap 22. So that was, yeah, that was lap 
20, so lap 22, we're back on. Lewis gets a nice pass on Carlos, so he is in P5, which is uh, nice for him. Max gets a nice pass on George. He's already up into P3 on the next lap. And then two laps later, he gets by Alonzo fairly easily on the straight. Up into P2, 13 places, and it is another Red Bull 1-2 yeah, I, I think for the, the second the, race in a row. The key thing for me was that on the restart after the safety car, what was Fernando doing? He, I guess he just got taken by surprise. Checo must have made an amazing start. He was just way off. And it just meant that, yeah. whereas after Checo passed Fernando on lap four, he was able to keep keep up with him for maybe five, six, seven laps like into the DRS and, and really help get pulled along. This time out, you know, halfway through the first lap after the restart, there were like three seconds difference or something. Yeah, Fernando just fell off and he was not able to stay with Checo and have Checo drag him around on DRS, unfortunately. So at that point, yeah, I mean, you know, DRS only comes back in after a couple of laps, but yeah, the the way that the DRS was working for these Red Bulls and they were saying it yeah. on the on the broadcast, it, they've got like 17 miles an hour over everyone else, which how do you even yeah. compete with that? It is, yeah, it was crazy. They just, he just flew through the field. It was, it was nothing. And then a couple laps later, Alex pulls over with an issue, but he's able to kind of slowly get it back to the pits and he retires from the race. Second guy retired. Um, we do hear over the radio though, both the, I don't know if just both the Red Bull drivers are concerned that their cars are going to break, but they had some worrying messages back to their engineers about things that might be going on. Um, you know, they kept going, but they were both complaining of different feelings in the car. Um, so yeah, yeah. Weird, weird noises or vibration coming out of Max's car. They couldn't seem to put their finger on what that was, but it certainly didn't seem to slow him down. I mean, it's all about, maybe it's all about confidence. They just wanted to make sure that he was still feeling comfortable. Yeah, because that's it. It's like, you know, they came back to Max and said, any feedback on that issue you mentioned? It's like, yeah, it's still there. It's like, well, it's not doing any, you know, it's not harming you. So just keep going. And then uh, Perez was complaining that his brake pedal was a bit, bit long. But yeah, they just said, seems like normal wear. Obviously, Yeah. yeah. Checo in the lead of the race is probably super sensitive to every anything that's going wrong because you know sure not saying he's a pessimist but it's like you you want to make sure you win right he's had this was his fifth well i'm not going to give it away but fifth win right (laughs) it's you know your fifth time he's been leading the race at this stage of the race and you're always hypersensitive to anything that's going on and you just gotta um you know, it's all about as as the engineer. They're just making sure that they take the worry away from the drivers. The drivers shouldn't need to worry that something is going to break, right? If there's something rattling, they say lay off the curbs. But other than that, just keep going. Don't worry yeah. about it. Just keep putting your laps in. I think if you're Perez, though, you've got the added worry that you might lose the race just by somebody coming on the radio and telling <laughs> you to get out the way. That's true. <laughs> 
every time the radio clicks on, they're waiting for, he's waiting to be told to pull to the side and let Max no, I, through. Well, I think it's very early in the season. It'd be like, but the, sure. the thing is though, team orders, team orders in this case would have been you are free to race. Right. right. Where if you think you flip the script, maybe not in race two, but certainly in double digits, it would be hold station. And then really towards the end, it was just a fastest lap battle between Checo and Max to see who would be the leader of the driver's championship by the end yeah, of the race. Yeah, Checo had the fastest lap. Max came on yeah. and said, how will we for fastest, fastest lap? And his engineer said, we're not worried about that. And he said, but I am. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so he just went and he did went it and anyway. did it. And then I think that maybe Checo only found out that Max had done him for the fastest lap in the cool down room at the end. So when they're in the room and there's him and Fernando and they're all sitting in the wrong chairs. Did you see that? <laughs> like they got like the, the 11 and then the one and the 14 and Max was sitting in the middle chair. Cause that's just where he sits. Right. <laughs> that's where the winner sits. Surely that's my that's my check. Doesn't matter what number. And then and then Fernando sitting in the other chair. Anyway, so but then they showed they had the fastest lap and and I, I think Checo realized what Max had done and he's like things got a little quieter at that point. Maybe there's still something simmering under there. I mean, we had the end of last there season you yeah. know, where where Max didn't help Checo get to second place. Yeah. And you know, put his foot down. So I, I think I, from what I, I listen to other podcasts because I drive to work now, and so I can listen to podcasts. And um, from what I'm hearing, Max still hasn't gotten over the Monaco thing, despite all of the all of the things he's not gotten by the Monaco thing. That's crazy. Is he? Is he never never won he Monaco, has. Max? I guess he did. Um, he won in 2021. I think he won Monaco in 2023. No, Checo won okay, last year. So he's, not, he's got that then. So, so what's he, uh, he's winning so it this year. But he did win it two years ago, didn't he? Yeah. Right, I guess. With Carlo, Carlos and Lando behind him. Yeah, yeah. So that was the race. Exactly. We found out shortly after the race that Fernando, during his pit stop, had they touched the car before the five seconds were up. So he got a... But what, what were we saying earlier, Martin? <laughs> <laughs> you would think. It was I think. The, I wonder. I hope he didn't like, speed in the pit t- lane. Did he? Mm. Did he, he didn't. He didn't speed. No, no. I was talking to. It was the the rear jack man potentially that put the jack in place but didn't lift the car. Um, I saw the but, video. Uh, I mean, he definitely touched the car. I mean, he touched the car, and it's, I, I was reading a little bit before we came on on air, and it was that they'd shown like seven or six or seven cases where the jacks had gone into place ready for other people that had been serving five second time penalties and it had never been pursued. Hmm. So the fact that the jacks were there and in place, they argued it's like, well guys, I mean, it's not that you can't touch the car. You can't work on the car. Obviously last, last week, well, last race with Ocon, you could see the guy on the front of the car going in and fiddling with something, right? Mm -hmm. You could see that. And so that was the, he was working on the car. But having the jacks, you know, in place. I mean, it shouldn't take it. It shouldn't. 
shouldn't be too hard yeah. to clarify. But, this, so the, but because the rule is the you rule can't is. work on the car, which is different from touching the car. Yeah. So if they clear it all up and they go, yeah. you know, maybe from this time they kind of realize maybe it is a little bit ambiguous and you're not allowed to touch the car in any way, then they should just say, don't touch the car in any way. And then no one will touch the car. Alex Brundle said that that was the rule. They're not supposed to touch it at all. But I mean, in the past, I think the words, are... yeah, I don't, I haven't seen what specifically what it says, but I mean, these guys, if you're going to be like super nice to the pit crew, you know, they're drilled out. They do thousands and thousands of practice or hundreds and hundreds of practice pit stops where the minute the car comes in, you know, one of the first thing that Jackman does is like swing that Jack in. He's like the first thing that has to happen to get it going. You know, it, it's almost hard for them not to, to, to use that muscle memory and just swing into action. You got to think. I wonder if in large so, part they reversed it is yeah. because it took them so long to decide on to even mention the it. penalty. Yeah, that was even because it didn't even yeah, flash absolutely. up on the screen that it was yeah. noted yeah. or under investigation at any point. The first we heard and of then, it, you know, was uh, the radio to George saying, "Stay within five seconds," which he he only almost no, he did, didn't manage to do. Didn't right? He he was yeah, yeah it was it a ten second penalty, a 10 second penalty came because, because of, the end. you know to be consistent with Ocon, yeah. right? But yeah, you got to give Fernando. Like, if they, if he, if he broke the rules and it was like only, you know, eighteen laps in at that point, he had the rest of the race to know that he was going right. to get a ten-second penalty and do something about it. To race the whole race, thinking, well, the car's behind me. It doesn't matter how far. And then to be imposed after that definitely seems yeah. definitely seems unfair. What, what, at what point was the race when when Hamilton was pulling up behind Russell and they were talking about letting him through? And then Russell said, uh, oh, no, but I'm racing right. Alonso in front. He's got a five-second penalty. And they're he like, uh, no, no, George, yeah. he served it already. Yeah. I think they bleeped mm-hmm. out Russell's response. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they never switched it because that, that kind of ruined Lewis's race too because he wore out his medium tire. He was tires. on that medium tire. Yeah. He was on the medium tire at that point. Yeah. And he, he was, was he looked punchy tire. getting through, you know. Didn't see, there didn't seem to be a massive difference between tire compounds. No, there wasn't all. a whole lot of no, dag. It's not like, and there wasn't a whole lot of um, speed advantage yeah. on the track either. So yeah, yeah. Um, we had uh, another point of note. Recall Alex Albon last year running the whole oh, race on right. hard tires, only to stop on the last lap. Oh, was that this race? To me, makes sense. Well, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, but Piastri effectively <laughs> did the reverse this race. He stopped on lap one. With the medium, and then yeah. ran forty nine laps pass on the hard. Him, How did that work out for him? <laughs> Except for Lando, it didn't quite get him to tenth. <laughs> yeah. well, he finished ahead of Sargent and, yeah, and yeah. Norris, so and they, they, they switched him around, and uh, and Lando wasn't able to yeah. do anything on Sar- on uh, on Sargent. Mm. They they switched him around, and Piastri did get Sargent, yeah. so it was worth that. But that McLaren, you know, Baku can't come soon enough. Yeah. But like honestly, Absolutely. it's just like stupid mistakes that are causing him. It's not even the car necessarily. I mean, they're not able to move, yeah. but the reason they're moving back when they have good times is because of stupid mistakes. It's like Ferrari of last year is McLaren. Yeah, so and I think year. one of the key things that McLaren need to make sure that they do is not get too used to the uh, the penalty for their errors 
not being too great. Yeah. Because if they're bringing in a new car, like essentially what they're supposed to be bringing in Baku is pretty much an entirely new car, right? If they get somewhat like ambivalent about stuff and they bring a new car that's, you know, in the sharp end of things, if they make any sort of lax errors, they're going to be three or four spots further back. Yeah. Because it's super intense competition in that midfield. I mean, where are they right now? Right now, right now, right now, they're the back. I mean, they they're the slowest car out there right now. You know, we all thought that they were going to be the slowest after you know the next slowest after Williams or maybe AlphaTauri, but the Williams is actually pretty quick. I've been impressed with the Williams this year. Actually, I think it's it's looking like a reasonable car. Who was it? Yuki. When Yuki got past, when he was in the in tenth spot, yeah. and he got passed down into eleventh, and we just got one snippet of radio, which was him just screaming. Which is definitely mm-hmm. on brand for people who've watched Drive to Survive. That was basically what you got out of him when he was on track. His radio messages are not the most polished. No, no. but yeah, I mean that was. <laughs> it's more emotion than it is. Yeah, that was uh, him going out the points. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because Yuki knows just that can, this this year he has to get the points. He's got to score. And the cars Red Bull, are good. I mean, you know, say we, we were watching the F2 race, right? How many guys do Red Bull have in F2? Owasa, it's like man. four or five guys. Owasa and, looks um, good. Owasa looks good. Yeah. Uh, he's Japanese as well. Yeah. Jack Crawford, local boy for me, he was pole for the sprint race because it meant he qualified 10th he went backwards yeah he looks like he needs a bit more yeah um but yeah those you know, those red bull you know those red bull academy guys there's a lot of pressure there um so winners and losers obviously red bulls again winner on the day checo had you know very dominant race max race from the back yep I think we spoke enough about Red Bull. <laughs> um, Mercedes kind of winners. I mean, winners, winners. I mean, honestly, you look at what they were like after, well, even before the race in Bahrain. Yeah. They were saying, oh, this, we're done, wrong direction. But they, they legitimately beat Ferrari today. Yeah. Mm. And they're, and obviously yeah. Alonso. Is better than Stroll. As much as we seem to have found a little bit of love for Lance Stroll off the back of, you know, Bahrain, I think his street cred yeah. has gone up. Um, he's still not a match for Fernando. So I think that, you know, you look at, you know, obviously you, you've got Red Bull one and two in everything, but then you look at three, four, five, six. It it's Fernando, Lewis, and George, and Lance, so yeah. T- as as miserable as they make it seem, they still are probably second and a half ish. Yeah, in terms of pace, it's a toss up um, between them and Aston. It seems at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And over one lap, obviously, Charles is is super quick. Yeah, the Ferrari still, as much as they've tried to work on it, don't seem to have the race pace. Um. You know, too much. They're getting too much heat into the tires, and they're losing the tires. Yeah. 
I mean, what what's frustrating? I was watching the uh, race with another with uh, our friend Mark. I don't know if you know Mark. Nick lives up the road. Mark Torres. Um, he's a big Ferrari guy, and uh, he came over to watch the race. And he, he was like, I, "I bet you Sainz gets overtaken by Stroll at the beginning because he just doesn't get doesn't get up to a quick start at all. It always takes him a few laps to warm up, and he's going to get overtaken." And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I mean, at what point do um, we actually start thinking? Who's going to be in the second Ferrari next year? Is Carlos going to lose yeah. his, his ride? Because at this point, I mean, obviously, yes, he won at Silverstone. But you look at how he started last year. And then you look at Cad, how he finished the year. And you look at how he started this year. You've got, you got to think that his seat yeah. isn't yeah. guaranteed for next year. Yeah, or, or do they... They do something different. I mean, you look at some of the guys who are Daniel further Rick. down the grid. Ooh. Danny Rick in the that'd Ferrari. Be spicy. Yeah, that would be cool. Danny Rick. <laughs> well, because you, you go back and I think that Danny Rick at one point was in conversations and, and it, it didn't come off and he went somewhere else. But who knows? That could be a low price gamble for them. Yeah, that would be super interesting. Um, I hope that happens. But Alpine had a pretty impressive day. Um, got both the uh, drivers in the points. Yeah, a nice clean race from Ocon. Yeah. This time out. Pierre, yeah, eight and ninth. P- Pierre, eighth and ninth. Yeah, yeah. Pierre was ninth, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's that's good. Yeah. Solid day for Alpine. Absolutely, sure. Haas. You know, getting Kevin to find to get that one point at the end that was really good too. They needed that that point. Um, I think the last race, even you know, they were pretty close to the points, but they they really wanted to get in there. But you know, getting on the board that's good. And then Fernando, of course, um, getting it reinstated, getting another podium. Um, he Fernando's one hundredth podium. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, this, I think they said the sixth guy to get a hundred podiums after well, five others. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like Lewis and Kimmy and Michael Sebastian Vettel and Michael Schumacher and Prost Senna. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of those guys, but he was the sixth guy. Yeah. But you know, happy for podiums is, is legit. I mean, even after he found out he got the penalty, he was still so happy. He was like, "He's just whatever." He's just, unca- <laughs> he's just so chipper. Yeah, I mean, it'll all go to shit. I mean, come on. It's, yeah, his relationship with Alcon was amazing that first year until the end, and then it all fell apart. But yeah, but I think I think the, the realize the realization on Fernando's part that he's got like a challenger, yeah, of a car. After yep. a decade of not having equipment under him that can put him on the podium. Yeah. But losers on the day. Since we talked about him, get him out of the way. McLaren, obviously, worst team on the grid. Losers. Stroll, obviously a disappointing day. Not really his fault, but um, from how it started, very disappointing. And Williams were looking pretty good through the weekend and were not able to get some points together. Yeah, I think Bottas, Bottas is not doing too well at the yeah, moment. Yeah, cars. I mean, he came, he came 10th. Yeah, he came 10th last 
week, uh, last race, and then he put on those soft tires and on like lap thirty five, and just didn't even make any kind of a dent in in making his way back up into the field at all. So he, he finished. Well, actually, he didn't he retired? What one lap to go? I'm or was he very lapped? unimpressed by that team? Yeah, <laughs> they should do. They should be doing more. Obviously, Audi is coming in. I think and they're going to take it over, problem. and they're going to put just this um, time in between. You know, it's just not yeah. good. And Joe was doing okay, but again, they just seem to fall off. Um, they're just in this odd place. No. You know, you, you've you've got McLaren, which I think is the slowest car. Then there's, and then it's Alphatari, like Alphatari, and then Alfa Romeo and Williams are, at, and then and then Haas are above that, and then you into Alpine. I mean, I'm just I'm just happy you haven't put Ferrari in your list of losers here. Oh, they they weren't screen, really. I mean, they were just kind of in the middle, you know. But when you well, look at what they wanted yeah, but, and what they well, expected to get out and what people thought that they should be they getting, they want to be the second. They want to be the. They want to be the second. They want to be the fastest team. And, and okay, they're going to beat Red Bull right now. It looks like so. At least the second fastest team, but they're not. They're the fourth yeah. fastest team. They couldn't. They couldn't get past Mercedes today again. Um, and uh, you still got Aston Martin in there. So mm. yeah. Ferrari in their defense, are, like nobody other than Max was able to pass really. So. I don't know yeah, if it was... but, but I mean, Charles Charles passed. He got you know until the safety car came out. I just don't understand how the the safety car coming out. I was pumped on the same happened. tires at the same time, basically, and then they just all started touring yeah, around. The, the race just went different at that point. Maybe it was just a factor yeah. of where in the race it was. It was too early in the race. Yeah. I don't know. It, right? Maybe they were all saving their tires, thinking the stint was actually quite long, yeah. but they had to go and. Didn't want to yeah, but I'm surprised hard. that no one just went balls out like straight afterwards, assuming that there'd be another safety car. Yeah, yeah, and then just run out of tires at the end. Been. That was another. Yeah. The thing is, with, when, no been. crashing. Yeah. But when Max starts further back, like people don't want to use up their tires fighting Max because they know that they're not fighting him. Right. That's how he just yeah. carves through the field so much. Is because no one battles him. Mm-mm. No one gives him any sort of run because. No one looks in their mirrors and sees Max and thinks this is for position. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This isn't the race. I'm, right. This isn't. I'm the, not racing with that here. guy. So, I'm racing with a car that's got some red on it. We need Grosjean back. So, if, so if, Grosjean would have fought him. <laughs> he would. <laughs> yeah, he totally would. Yeah, we don't really need Grosjean. He'd have maybe so crashed Max into him. Yeah. but at least Max wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't have been a Red Bull one too. Yeah. <laughs> Max went from from fifteenth, yeah. I guess, to second. Last year, he 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 won, starting in from fourteenth in Belgium. He won, starting from tenth in Hungary. In twenty twenty one, he started twentieth and finished second. In twenty eighteen, that was in Russia. In twenty eighteen, in the USA, he started eighteenth. There's and finished one second, driver that's finished started in fifteenth and won. Yeah, and that was Fernando. Who's, who's, 2008 that was Singapore that was Singapore that was the, the first Singapore cheated. Grand Prix was, yeah. was that the one where they mm-hmm. crashed that was on where purpose? Nelson Piquet crashed on purpose so all it t- all it would have <laughs> taken 
Pacheco should have dove into the wall. Pacheco to just stick it in the wall <laughs> on purpose. Pacheco <laughs> didn't even need to do that. He just needed to tap the brakes a little bit. Just go straight on at the last hairpin. I mean, for Fla- for for Flavio, what it what. That would be a joy for Flavio. He could cheat without anybody even knowing he was cheated. If your car is that much better, you don't have to cheat, Flav. You just win anyway. So, talking about losers, we might as well get into coops real quick. Oh yeah, I've not checked. I've not checked my score actually. Don't look. Don't look. It was bad. You did better than me this week. I had a great week. Yeah, Uh, personally, I popped up. 41 spots. The, the, the Alonso, I kept updating the scores with Alonso bouncing around, but where he finished helped me out. I moved up 41 spots to 25th, um, passing uh, Jay Lazzy, who dropped 35 spots down yeah. to 54th. Um, top scores this week. Um, top score of the season so far, 310 by Burton SM, uh, who you know got almost everybody either in the in the correct position that's or one insane. away from the correct position that's legit which is awesome and then yeah nick you had a bit of a, a tough one too dropping seven spots down to 83rd so you're gonna have to turn it around if you're gonna make a serious challenge to do, to retain your About crown 21 races left yeah plenty of time but uh yeah box 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 is our current winner our current leader 530 points so next race australia which was ferrari dominated last time if i remember correctly well didn't max dnf on the first lap it was it was early season domination wasn't it by ferrari last year dnf in this race charles was well carlos on the first lap decided he was going to come across the grass and then put it sideways into the wall that's right um but Charles won. Yeah, this is when it was looked like Ferrari could win the championship, but we all know what happened. Thanks for listening to The Undercut with Jason, Martin, and Nick. On our next episode, we'll review the Australian Grand Prix. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.